All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. What's up, everybody, and welcome to season two of Draft Queens. What's up, Michelle? Hey, buddy. My girl, I missed this so much. We have sports back again. Yes. Amen, sister. Amen. So we're doing something a little bit different to kick off season two this year, and you all are hearing this, all of our our uh dq dqties out there are listening to this before oh, that's a new one yeah that's a cute one actually wow that was a great little ad lib but you all are hearing this before our first episode is coming out and right now we're just trying to set you all up with some little sneak peeks for your fantasy draft so these are little snackable breakdowns of different positional rankings and how Michelle and I are parsing it out as your draft queens this year to get you set up in advance of our first episode dropping on Friday, September 4th, which will be our full roundup of fantasy pre-draft. But we want to break it down positionally for you guys. So today we're, we're starting on a Monday with running backs because who doesn't love to talk running backs. So we'll keep it nice and snackable for you all, probably about 15, 20 minutes, and we'll round it all up. So I don't know, Michelle, where do you want to start here? If we're talking about RBs and knowing that our league is half PPR, there's some things to consider here, huh? It's true. It's true. I mean, running backs are always the hot topic. They're normally the ones that are going to get you a bunch of points. Uh, We definitely uh, pushed our league commissioner this year to make it a 0.5 PPR league. So if you listened to us last year, you knew that we played in a non-PPR league. Mm-hmm. We felt we wanted to make it more exciting. We have so to. now we have to. you got to look at your RBs a little bit different because if they catch passes, that gets you more points. Yes, exactly. And PPR for all you new listeners or newbies to fantasy football, points per reception. And it hey, is yo. contingent on actually catching the ball for passing yards rather than just running it. Is that right? That's right. That, that is right. So here's what we're going to do. Each day for the next four days, we're going to go through position by position. We're going to talk through what, what the experts, you all know that we say we are not the experts. We're here for fun. No and crystal to hopefully ball. give you no crystal ball, but I'm going <laughs> to tell you what the experts are saying and what they're ranking these players. Uh, we'll give you some analysis on the top five and then we'll round it out. So, you know, at least like the top 10 in each category. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, Kate and I are going to kind of pick a sleeper in each category and who knows, we may be completely off, but maybe we're completely right. And the only other thing to mention is that Michelle and I have not compared notes. So this is totally, we're basically like a comedy act. We're getting on stage and we're kind of just taking it in stride and saying yes. And, and just 
going off of each other's cues. So I do not know Michelle. I think, I mean, I can pretty much guarantee who everyone has at the top of their rankings this year. If you don't, you're crazy. Uh, but top of my list for running backs without having compared notes with you, it, it's got to be Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's he's ranked number one basically on any and every. I probably have 14 tabs open on my computer and they all have him listed as number one. <laughs> so again, the experts are saying, Number one, Christian McCaffrey, Carolina. If you have that number one spot, don't be silly. Don't be silly. Take him. Don't be silly. Don't get cute. Don't, don't get cute. Don't be too Fun much of McCaffrey. Yeah, not too much of a draft cutie. Don't be a draft D cutie. You just gotta take. You gotta take Christian. I mean, why is that? He's he's pretty much to me a fantasy cheat code, right? Like he can do. He's everything. definitely a fantasy cheat code, and I also think that. Carolina losing Cam Newton is going to make this guy even Mm. more like the one on the team. You know, when you have Cam, you know, he can run, he can do other stuff. And and McCaffrey still did amazing. Now without sort of that heavy hitter, I think this really is his team. Mm. And so he'll just continue on that upward, you know, path from, from last year. Interesting. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably the easiest conversation that we'll have during this whole breakdown for running backs because Christian McCaffrey, if you're thinking about these players kind of as tiers, even sometimes I like to think of, you know, tier one, uh, here is the top players that you can possibly draft as part of a, a, a positional class, right? Christian McCaffrey is one, a league of his own. He is tier one rank number one. There's no one on point with Christian McCaffrey that I would even equate him to. Like he is the Agreed. best running back in the league right now. Wouldn't you say? I, w- I would say, I would say. So he's he's numero uno. And now, so here's an interesting one. Yeah. Looking at number two and number three, uh-huh. even down to number four, yeah. there's definitely some description, de- discrepancies across, like I said, what the experts have to say. Yeah. So right now, like you said, Christian, top of the chart, every single list, running back list, or even just the overall league yeah. list, he's, he's at the top. Yeah. So, that that's kind of undeniable but when you get down to two three four even the the rounding out of the top five of Mm -hmm. running backs the the same names are kind of showing up everywhere but in a little bit of a jumbled order so yeah I think I think I should just tell you what those other four names are I know that you know them but let's just throw those four names out there and figure out where we think they land yeah I um I'd love to hear it and this to me I'm on the same page the next four players I have written down here in my notes uh are all my tier two is what I'm calling them they're kind of tier two they're a little bit like they're on par you know they're still you know they're not as good as Christian McCaffrey but they are far better than the other running backs that I have written down further down the list so who do you have? So we have, there is a toss up here. The next four could be Saquon, mm-hmm. Zeke, yep. Dalvin Cook, mm-hmm. and Alvin Kamara. Those are yep. the ones that are being thrown out as the, the, the rest of the mix in the top five. I would agree. That said, everybody's, everybody's got them in a little bit of a different spot. Some people have Zeke number two. Some people have Saquon number two. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a bit of a, there's a bit of a jumble, but... I personally think Zeke is number two after Christian. What's what's your thought? I agree. Uh, I agree, and I'll tell you why. I feel much. I feel Zeke Ezekiel Elliott, who is on the Cowboys, doesn't get hurt, and I also feel good about the change up in the Dallas organization this year. I feel good about it. One head coach coming good. out. Okay. It's a 
I mean, Zeke, for all intents and purposes, certainly not a rookie, obviously. Uh, but, you know, he's newer to the league. I feel like a, a fresh coach will be good for them. And also just the Dallas organization in general is pretty solid. So I, I feel good about Zeke as number two. Again, still in the same tier for me as Saquon, Alvin Kamara, and Dalvin Cook. But just a, a tier, same tier, but he is pretty much at the top for me. Yeah. All right, so we got so we got Christian, then we got Zeke, yes. then we got Saquon. I, th- I, I think, think so. Saquon. I think so. Why why are you putting Saquon below Zeke? I'm curious. Uh, there is a rumor that I heard that like oh, I love a I rumor. Think, <laughs> I think either I think Saquon either like had COVID or was like around COVID, and so oh, no. someone had said that like if he did have it, then technically he's like safer than others maybe you know for for getting out there and playing and not contracting it Mm. so I don't know I might I might have made that up but who knows interesting debatable okay debatable well here's the other thing that maybe and this is something we'll talk on episode one so like I said write down this Friday September 4th we are dropping episode one so tune in and we'll talk about this more but I'm curious I hope you're not throwing me off Michelle because you and I in our league are picked two and pick three so I feel like I know kind of like without question I'm going running back for my first pickup uh and it's just I mean I'll be frank with you there even though we're competitors that's where I'm going I'm picking up a running back to start and I would recommend maybe we should throw people maybe we should throw people off the scent so that since you're number two you could somehow get Christian McCaffrey so maybe we should change this around or something like that personal benefit or something (laughs) like that but yeah I, I mean I'm gonna take Zeke if it if it comes to me and I'm the second pick in the league which I am and uh that's my personal take but I don't know Saquon just as good just as good in my mind they're kind of a a flip of a coin don't you think I do that's the thing that's the really interesting thing because I I I think these names are semi-interchangeable with the exception of Christian McCaffrey in, in the top five yeah agreed and and so that brings us to rounding out tier two if you will or people who are kind Mm -hmm. of on the same level but it sounds like we're on the same page with Alvin Kamara and Dalvin Cook being sort of the four and five slot for running backs what what's your take on the two of them I definitely agree with that I think I still feel a little burned from Dalvin Cook last year because he suffered a pretty late season injury that kind of screwed me yeah so I think Kamara definitely should be in that number four spot, mm. A, because of his performance, but B, because I think he'll stay healthier. Um, Cook is amazing when he's healthy, but he's very injury prone. Yeah. So when you're when I'm looking at it, that's kind of why I, you know, put one above the other, but I think I'm also personally scorned yeah. by Dalvin Cook. Well, listen, we all have that, and I <laughs> and I know how much you just in general have really enjoyed the Minnesota Vikings last year with Cook. Uh, Kirky on your team, Kirky Cuz. Oh, Kirky. And I do like the Vikings. Yeah, I know you do. So I could see you, you know, feeling burned by Dalvin based on his, you know, he he kind of uh, he was a bust at the end of the season by no fault of his own, but he I can I can feel that. I think a lot of people and I share this are a little nervous about Dalvin and then you look at Alvin Kamara and a team like the Saints and you just know that They perform time and time again, and we'll get to uh, later this week, I think Wednesday this week, when we do a breakdown for wide receivers and tune in for that. We'll talk about Michael Thomas and just in general, like how that all is 
is shaking out. So I feel good about the Saints. I I personally feel good about putting Alvin Kamara in my number four spot, but that's a that's a personal hot take. I don't know. All right, so I think we have it then. So we've got Christian McCaffrey, undisputed number one champion of fantasy football. Yes. Zeke on and the boys. Zeke and the boys. Saquon, uh-huh. who I hope I didn't really start a rumor that he had COVID. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Sorry, Saquon. I, we know you're listening. Sorry, Sorry about buddy. that. <laughs> you're obviously listening. Uh, Kamara down in New Orleans, and then Cook. I think I think I feel pretty good about that top five. I think that's a perfect roundup of the top five, and I I do have a hot take if you if I can come in and give you my sleeper because I've got, I've Please. got my I've got my guy and give it to me. This is gonna give it to this me. will surprise absolutely no one in the entire world if you listen to season oh, one. You know exactly who I'm gonna say, but I do this year. It's less based on heart and more based on brain, and also. Uh, also, for those of you who are listening who are in a non-PPR league, could not recommend Derrick Henry on the Titans more. Could not. He's that, that can't even be, you know, that can't be a sleeper, Kate. He's still in the top 10. That's not a sleeper. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I don't know if I got far enough down the list to even think about sleepers <laughs> in that case. But I just want, oh. I want to throw a plug in there because he's kind of, he's a tough, I, I will say this, he's a tough pickup depending on your league. So if you're in half PPR or full PPR, I don't know if I would recommend Derrick Henry. I don't. He is not a pass-catching running back. And also, we just signed, I I think as of yesterday, and we're recording this uh, the last week of August, so I think as of yesterday, we had signed uh, a secondary and is more of a pass catcher in the running back department. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they're going to be taking this by committee. I know that Derrick Henry is now the Tennessee franchise running back and franchise player. So they're franchising him. He's staying around for a while. But who knows what Mike Vrabel and the rest of the coaching staff has up their sleeve. I just don't. But I think that's if you can consider him a sleeper, I've got my money on Derrick Henry. Now, what do you think? And where are you going? I don't consider... I don't consider him a sleeper, but I think he's a very strong choice. Uh, I think there's a couple other interesting names in the top 10 to go along with Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler being one of those. I think I had him at some point in my in my endeavors last year. And he, he just tweeted. Be he just, a, yeah, he just tweeted oh. that he's going to uh, absolutely obliterate everyone else on fantasy football and to pick him up. I was just reading this. So, uh, okay. Was, well, he is. Yeah. He's excited. Yeah, he's excited. So maybe if you're if you're playing like the social game and you believe in mindset, he's there. He's playing for fantasy. That's important. He's he's got a really good year ahead of him, I think. I think he had a great year last year. I think the Chargers have a rookie quarterback, so that's always a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. And again, it's almost sort of like what I said about McCaffrey losing, you know, Cam and and sort of taking the team on his shoulders. You know, Philip Rivers is no longer a Charger. That was that was mm. his team, and so I kind of feel like with a um, with a rookie quarterback coming in and Eckler coming off the season that he had last year, mm-hmm. and apparently his his very excited tweeting, I think he's ready to crush some people this year. So he's definitely up in the top ten. Uh, you know, for me, love it. Uh, there's another interesting name out there, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and he is a rookie on Kansas City. Yeah, I've heard good things about he's, this guy. I've heard big things. He's, he's ranking up in the top 10 in most of the uh, most of the write-ups out there, so keep an eye on him. Obviously, Casey coming off a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, so pretty good organization to come into for a rookie. 
I like that take. I like that take. I can't, I can't, I, I mean, I was reading about him and listening about him from other podcasts similar to ours, and, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I hope it's Edwards Hilaire is his last name, but I do think... Oh, I hope I said it right. No, I think you got it. I think you got it, but I've read a lot about him. I know very little, but he's quickly ascending the charts just based on also, you know, teams are important, right? And the Chiefs are coming yeah. off a big, big year. So maybe it's a great breakout year for a rookie. I love I loved to hear that take. All right, so that gives us a pretty good look at the top 10. I know you gave your sleeper pick, yeah. which I still declined to allow to be a sleeper, Fake but it's sleeper. fine. Maybe I'll give you an opportunity <laughs> to pick another sleeper. However, I'm going to pick my... I don't even know if this considered sleeper yeah. either because he's not like that much of a sleeper, but he's he's out of the... He's not in the top 10. He's barely in the top 20. Give it to me. Um, but I, I really, really like... Uh, Raheem Mostart on San Francisco. Wow. I liked him last year. You did. You yeah. did. You were I bullish liked him on last him. year. The Colonel, Colonel Mostart. Yeah. I really liked him last year. Maybe I just like guys that have interest, funny nicknames. I love that. I, I remember you were very bullish. And this is when I had, so you were talking about Mostert for running back and kind of going by committee up in San Francisco. And uh, I had, um, what's his name? Oh my God. The quarterback. The quarterback for Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Handsome Jimmy, Jimmy G. G. So I had Jimmy G on my team. So I remember last year talking quite a bit about the two of them. I'm glad his name is coming back. I'm glad to hear it. Interesting. I hadn't I, considered. Him. I think. I I think they cleared some room for him in the back in the backfield too. So mm-hmm. I think he was like either number two or number three last year. They they had um. God, they had Matt Breida last year. They had Frank Gore last year. And so some of those folks have moved around, mm-hmm. which puts Raheem up at the top. So, you know, I feel, I don't know. Again, I don't know if that constitutes as a sleeper, but he's not even in the top 10. So That's, I'm going to say he's my sleeper. That is definitely a sleeper. And I have him in like my sixth tier. So I think... That's an interesting take. And I think right alongside him, if you, depending where you are in your draft snake or however many teams that you have, but if you're falling into a weird place where I feel like we pretty definitively know who the top five running backs are, if you're finding yourself in the six and beyond spot, it gets tough, right? And as you're snaking down and thinking about these tiers and who's sleepers by the time you get to the 80th pick, something like that. It's tough. And so I would put right in that same area because I'm going to redo my sleeper now because you're right. I didn't pick a sleeper. I just picked my favorite. Well done. Um, <laughs> I think I would I would call out similarly, and this is a hot take, but I'm just going to go with it because I really don't know how um, Cam Newton's arm is going to be on the Patriots. So I'm going to call out James White. He was solid for me last year. He was on one of my two teams and um, he was solid. He was always in my flex spot. You always want to pick up extra running backs when you're thinking about the different positional players that you're playing with. But um, I'm bullish on him, and I think he's a solid pickup if you're looking for a number two, number three. So I call him out, too, as a sleeper, I'd say. I'll agree. I'll agree with that one. Ugh. So here, here's the important RB takeaway. Yeah. Well, we gave you a pretty good look at sort of like the top 10, a couple of, you know, outside of the top 10, even up out of the top 20. Make sure you get a stud in your first round. Amazing I don't even care. Like, like, get a stud as best as you can. I know we talked about the top five or even through the top ten. Like, do your best to get a stud as early as you can. Mm-hmm. Draft more, you know, RBs, like, later in your draft. Just, just have them because they're important, you know, they're important roster spots to fill. 
uh, in most leagues. Um, but definitely get someone as early, you know, as you can that's really solid. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as those as the ticker starts going in those late rounds, um, if there's some other little sleepers out there, RB2s, RB3s, like pick them up because you never know what's going to happen. Could, and you're going to need them. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Have to pick them up. And listen, don't be stupid. If you're in the top five drafting in your league, pick up a stud. To Michelle's point, you got to pick them up you start with a running back and build your team around your running back so don't be stupid and if someone else is being stupid up level them if attack attack attack. if someone picks a you know you know those people in your leagues that are passion pickers and you know what I've been there but we're too competitive at this point we're always in the playoffs we always get to that last spot we're too competitive but you know the player in your league who somehow has stumbled into one of the top five spots and they're picking and they're picking with their heart and not their head and they're going to take someone stupid like Aaron Rodgers and (laughs) (laughs) they're going to take a stupid player. That's when you strike. If you're a six pick and below, strike early. Take one of those top five players, maybe even a Derrick Henry or a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Strike early and, and take a stud. Michelle couldn't be more right. Take a stud. Get the studs while they're hot. Get the studs. <laughs> All right. Any more hot takes before we wrap this up? Because it's just about at the twenty-minute mark, and we're—I uh, think that rounds it out for running backs. That's a little cheat sheet from us, huh? There it is. The twenty twenty RB cheat sheet, brought to you by the Draft Queens. The Draft Queens. All right, everybody. So that's it for today's mini episode cheat sheet breakdown for running backs, and we will see you tomorrow, where we will be breaking down for you the quarterback position. It's going to be a lot of fun. Tune in tomorrow. Yay!